Hey, 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 Dwayne Brummett here with Ali Alvarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Good morning, Ali. Nice to be with you, sir. Yeah, good morning to you. This is the first call we've done at a later date, later time in the day for a, lo- for a long time, almost like five months. So we've been doing the early schedule because you were so busy with online Zoom trial classes and so much other stuff going on at your school. Yeah, uh, during quarantine, we had to switch times. So, but uh, now, we're, yeah. now we're back to our regular time. My friend, um, my friend has a cool slogan. His name is Joe Puglio from American Jiu-Jitsu, and he calls all his students part of his quarantine team. Quarantine, <laughs> D-E-A-M. Yeah, nice. so they're all, some of them are on Zoom, some of them aren't, some of the families that work together are part of their own quarantine. Um, this cool spin on words, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so it's great. Great to see. I mean, are you um you guys are are you technically up and running fully back at your school or is it still with some restrictions, six foot distancing, social distancing and all? Uh technically we are moved back a little bit. Um uh, our governor okay. had uh switched things back because our the two counties, Kankakee County and Will County had too many cases or whatever. We hit the threshold. Um, but our mayor in Bradley said that he's not going to enforce it. Interesting. Really interesting. It, mm-hmm. And it is up to the individual mayors. Like, I find it to be – I mean, I, I'm, I can almost look into my crystal ball and say after November 4th, um, people are going to – this whole entire thing is going to shift ever so slightly. Politically, it's just, it, it's just such a messed up thing where um, – our government is utilizing our the people as a tool. Like, if you look at some of this stuff, it's just not logical. Like, you know, I in my area, I was watching the news, and they said um, teams are allowed to play contact sports in practice, but they're not allowed to play in the games. Yeah. I mean, tell me what in what logic, in what world does that make any sense? Even, you know, it, it, it just doesn't. It's just crazy. Like, you know, you could play the practice. How is that different than playing a game? It just makes no sense whatsoever. I just don't get it. But anyway, this it is doesn't. part of what we deal with. I was just uh, watching the news this morning, and they had four four football players. They're high school football players, and uh, I think two of them are seniors and two are juniors. And, you know, for the juniors, this is their year to get seen because you, you, you get right. picked junior year. Right. I mean, you know, you yeah. you know where you're going by senior year in most cases. Yeah. And then uh the seniors, they're not gonna have their senior year and they they've been practicing. They've been practicing most of the summer. Yeah. Together. And it's, no cases, zero cases. Yeah. Well in my in my area we've been, you know, technically since I had started the New York State martial arts school, a martial arts school owner task force, like a little Facebook page with all New York school owners um, and we were just helping each other get through this, talking to each other about the rules and the guidelines. And, and like, so I think I'm on my ninth week of being open technically according to the CDC guidelines that allowed high-risk sports to open. Then our mayor, a wonderful mayor, he then put us in the same category later on with uh, gyms. But then we're allowed to open anyway. We just were subject to an inspection. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't understand how they're able to just control what we do in a free country. You know, like if they're, if the flu was out, you know, they couldn't shut you down. And the flu has killed many 
hundreds of thousands of people over the years or millions. So, um, yeah, and I get it. I'm not downplaying Corona or COVID, but at the same time, I, I wonder why this became the epidemic. This became the, the, the whole entire thing that the world stood still for. Um, and yeah, uh, well, now they're looking back rate, on it. I think was one. Right. It's so point below point zero here, one percent, like as far as illnesses and deaths. And now they're finding that people who just contracted Corona and they didn't have multiple illnesses. And by the way, I'm just going by, based on stuff I've read and hear and all the talking points and the talking heads. But um, they're saying that if they just had COVID, um, they most likely healed from it. It was all the people who had secondary and third things. Same thing that happened with people who had the flu. Um, you know, if they had the flu and diabetes or heart disease, they had a higher chance because their immune system has been compromised. So um, right. I, I don't know. I think in, I've said this before. I think in 10 years or five years when we look back on this, there's going to be a lot of people going like, hmm, this is not something that's normal, right? It's weird. But anyway, so today we wanted to talk about um, back-to-school marketing, which is that time of year. People are going back to school in whatever crazy way they're going back to school. And we wanted to talk about general marketing because we're getting towards the fall, which I'm depressed because I see my limited time in my backyard in my pool and, you know, sitting around my, my yard and, and enjoying swimming and just I, I just love my staycation wonderland that I've built, you know. And that's uh, so my fiancé, Nicole, and I Nicole and I are kind of sad that we, we were starting to think about closing the pool up and all that other crap. But so um, let me quickly share with you what happened to me yesterday. So um, I, I get – I'm involved in my town with um, a few groups that are like moms of East Islip, which is my school in East Islip, moms of Central Islip, moms of West Islip, moms and dads of blah, blah, blah. And um, so I always get reports with people who are always like, and it's the most drainous, the most ridiculous things that people ask. They're like, does anyone know where to get the, the skiffy paper towels? They were my favorite. Like they ask these questions on these groups. Well, one mom said yesterday, she said, I got twin two-and-a-half-year-old girls and I want to put them in dance. So I said to her, I said, listen, I don't own a dance studio. However, my daughter went to this studio when she was little, but I have a martial arts school I'm offering a free month. Um, no obligation, free month of classes, and I put the link for my landing page. Well, literally until from when I posted that from like 12 to like 6.30 at night, I was getting text messages, sign-ups on my landing page. We had 13 trials that I scheduled just, just off those three posts. I, I mirrored the post. Mm -hmm from the one to the other two pages, and I signed up 13 trials from that one marketing campaign. And, um, and a lot of people are liking it as well, which I don't know if you do this, but when people like my videos, like my posts, like my pictures, and I don't know them, I'll uh, invite them to like my page, and then I'll inbox them separately and say, hey, listen, I don't know if you're interested, but I have this special. And I have, like a, I have it on my notepad on my desk. It's a pre-written text message, which I just copy and paste, and I just drop it in everyone's messages. So I really wonder, like, what people are doing to take advantage of their so social media and the postings, the free postings in their area. That's my first marketing campaign. Because, look, if I get five of those people to join, that effort that I put in yesterday, which took me about an hour, maybe a half hour, um, will probably bring me in, you know, six new students, hopefully six new students times whatever you charge. $100 a month, that's six, $700 a month, $7,200 a year in, in growth for your school just by going out of your way and posting. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if many people are doing that. I think we say we're going to do it. I think we talk about it, but a lot of people don't. 
Uh, I, yeah, look, I don't, um, and I should be doing it, but I find it's a pain in the butt. I'm just going to be real with you. Like, uh, yeah. I, and, and that doesn't matter. That's, it's an excuse. Um, but it's just a pain in the butt to go and, and, and do that, but I should do it. Well, let me ask you this. Do you have, and by the way, that, that the very thing that you said is probably what most people will say. Like, cause that's why people yeah. love social media marketing, right? Facebook marketing, because it's easy. You don't have to do anything, right? That's why we love Google AdWords, because it's easy. People search you. You don't search them. But the old days, we used to not leave a rock unturned. I was at every fair. I was standing out in front of supermarkets. My students would literally run the neighborhoods jogging, and I'd have them dive rolling over fences, and we would deliver flyers to the houses. I'd be like, don't take your shoes off. We're going to do an outside class today. And my students would do anything for me. In fact, one of them just emailed me last night. He said, I, I watch, and he's, he's actually a retired Marine uh, drill sergeant, and now he's a semi-professional golf player. Um, he trained with me when he was a 16-year-old, went away into the Marines at around 18 or 19, and still we stay in touch. And now his son is 18, and he emailed me last night, uh, Facebooked me, and he said, I'm wa- we watch Cobra Kai, and I want to start teaching my son. Will you help me do it? So it's like, it's pretty cool. But I thought back, I'm like, remember the days when we would run the neighborhoods? I said to him, he saw that was so much fun. Oh, uh, you know, we dive over thorn bushes and fa- fences and, you know, try to meet it at the end and be the first one to deliver the most flyers. And I didn't miss a beat when it came to marketing and people are getting lazy. And, and yes, some of that old marketing probably doesn't work nearly as well as it used to. But even if you get one student out of it, two students out of it, why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you do as much as you could to market everywhere? You know, the ABM mindset, always be marketing kind of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. And nobody else nobody else in your area is going to be doing it. I can, I can guarantee you that. No one else what? No one else in your area is going to be doing it. I can guarantee that because, you know, we yeah, are lazy and nobody else is going to take that effort to do that. Yeah, that's true. So, like, but Facebook's easy because you're at your desk. You could do it on your phone at night, you know, while you're sitting watching your TV show or on, you know, I normally fast forward through commercials, but I sometimes uh, will let the commercials run so I can do my marketing on every commercial. Yeah, here's my problem with that is, and you know how I am, uh, I, uh, I, I don't even like responding when somebody Facebook messages me on the weekend. When they message me, I'm like, I don't want them thinking that I'm available on the weekend. Every beck and call, it's 10 o'clock at night, and they have a question on an ad. They shouldn't expect a response at 10 o'clock at night. Like, maybe I'm a jerk saying that, but I just, I I don't want to respond. I want to wait until Monday and do it and let them know. But well, unfortunately, think- then they've done and they've, they've, they've probably messaged somebody else because I didn't respond. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, so, so you know, I, I get what you're saying. We have to find a balance in life, right? We have to like I'm I have a few of my coaching clients, um, it's work, 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 and I'm like, listen, you guys gotta learn to work efficiently so that you have more time to waste and be lazy, right? That's what I always say. So learn how to be much more efficient in a short amount of time so you have more time to waste. But I am listen, I'm as available to anybody ever. Like I've had a few parents say to me, We were very upset you never canceled our payments on on the billing during the COVID thing. I said, well, listen, I sent out an email and text messages every single month, multiple times, um, and uh, you never got back to me, even on my voicemail at my school, because I'm not there all the time to get it, 
it says, please, if you want an immediate response, call my cell phone, 63, and I leave my cell phone out there to the world. You can text me, call me, email me. There's no way you can't get in touch with me if you, if you make even the smidgen of effort, right? So, but oh, I would agree with that, feel, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like at this time in our lives, we have to really be as, as available to people because you're right, Dwayne, if they, if they call on a Saturday and they're anxious to go on a Saturday and you don't talk to them, by Monday, they might have found a person who's more anxious. And then you're like, hey, I'd love to have you come in. They're like, I'm sorry, I, I already picked another school. So sometimes, do you have anyone, and this is my suggestion to school owners, do you have anyone that possibly could do that for you? Could you have anyone that could, maybe Mr. Bean, who's your head instructor, maybe once or twice over the weekend, just check the voicemails and return them. Because, you know, we're a seven-day-a-week thing, and we have to be there for people when they need us, not when yeah. we want to get to them. Just a thought. I know, I know. I just don't be uh, mad at me. Uh, <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm not angry. I just it, it's. By the way, I like your I like your shirt. Oh, thanks. I have a shirt like that with short sleeves, and it's got my dojo logo on it. But I is that a Dickies shirt? Oh uh, no, uh, no, it's a Columbia. But, uh, I have them made for our, uh, my dojo. I had the logo on the back, and the, and the, you know the name on the collar. They're they're kind of like in between. Casual and and uh, professional. I like that. All my staff had them at one time. So, what are your thoughts? What what are you doing in TriStar Martial Arts? Like, what what are some of your marketing tips that you could give people? What are you doing right now, though? Like, what is Dwayne Brummett doing? Not not what we can do, what we should do. What are you doing? Because I know you're you're always killing it, doing something. So, give us some ideas. Well, obviously, we're still doing Facebook advertising, so that's that's um, you know never quits. Um, but uh, I think on a recent call we did, I talked about the fact that we uh, have coined this month the uh, Martial Arts Appreciation Month. And to show appreciation, you know, here's how you can show appreciation to your martial arts uh, teachers uh, and, and your martial arts school. And, and so we've got a campaign with regards to referring people. So we've done uh, some videos on referrals and how to do them, you know, through the app or even through the emails that we send, and uh, we're encouraging people to, uh, you know, do one a week. And so for the next four weeks, just to do one a week um, and send them out to their family or friends, people that they, that they or post them on their uh, social media. So the video shows them how to do all of that. So on, on, on our app, because we use Spark, which is also Spark is one of our sponsors, our biggest sponsors, um, Spark membership. So they on the app we have a referral section. So of course you're you're explaining you're dumbing it down for people, which you're great at doing and giving them exactly how to do it. So you made a video. Would you use the Snap Snap It app that you shared with me on your phone? That and also just my uh, Snagit uh, capture video software on my computer because then I put them both together. So I show them how to do it on the computer, but I also show them how to do it on their phone as well. Now, and then you send that to all your clients, and the clients can see how easy it is. Here, click here. This is what you do on your phone. Go to here to the referral, and this is what we're doing. So um, so you have a whole full refer referral program going right now, and every single week you're sending out something to remind them to refer a friend. I love that. Yeah, and, uh, and, and again, the theme is Martial Arts Appreciation Month. So, you know, just show appreciation to your martial arts school. You know, the best way you can do that is to refer somebody. Uh, to the school. 
and here's how you can do it. And yeah. and um, we go through, you know, I build it up where we go through, and I I I, I tell them that, you know, um, and I took this from Roland, Roland Osborne, but the five powers of martial arts, and you know, um, just quickly, you know, some of the five powers of the martial arts is that uh, uh, they, uh, you know, staying fit and healthy, self defense, obviously, um, uh, a, a a positive community, a um, a a, uh, a character building curriculum, you know, and then a lot of fun. And so, you know, why would you not want to share that with the world, especially your family or friends? Right. So help help us during this this time of martial arts appreciation to show appreciation to your martial arts school by referring people to these five powers of the martial arts, you know, that type of thing. Now, let me ask you this. When you shoot the videos and then you have the video edited, where do you store the video for them to get the link to watch the video? You have it on Amazon? I, no, I put YouTube? it on – that is on our YouTube. Yeah, and then I'll I'll uh, create a blog post as well. So I always send them to the blog post. Um, and it's uh, – any anything that has to do with them, it's called Timely Announcements. And then I put a date to it. Okay. So they t- you know, it's a Timely Announcements um, – Nine one two thousand two, or excuse me, two thousand twenty, and um, and then and then I also put that in the uh, in the front of our app um, as an announcement. So then they can click on that, and then uh, some of the information is there. But they actually watch the video, they can click on it, and it takes them straight to the blog post. Okay, cool. So then, so you're really taking the guesswork out of it. So the, and, and again, here's what what I talked about before is uh, we have to make it as easy as possible. Like, people will refer us, but it has to be easy for them to do so. And then they have to see some sort of reward in it. Now, um, on our software, can we, can we rem- like, tag the people they refer, and then it would, it would go as a credit towards them? I don't know. I haven't really looked deeply yeah. into this referral section. Right. When somebody refers them, then there is a uh, – um you know, there's a section in there. How did they hear about us? And then it actually puts that person's name in there as the refer the referrer, cool. and it does tag them. I forget what the tag is called. Refer something. I don't know. And 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 so that tag right. is already there. So they're tagged as a referral person, uh, or that they're referred by a person. So then you can go and look inside their contact information and see that oh, Dwayne Brummett referred them. And then um, wow. once they sign up, then you could go into Dwayne Brummett's account and then credit him. You know. Uh, $50 or whatever the referral reward is for right, that right. sign-up. That's awesome, and that, that all could be an automated process. You and I should chat about that more often, uh, more or a little more. Maybe you could help me through it because, I, you know, my referral program is is filled with rewards. That's, you know, I have that program called Referral of a Lifetime and how to market it and how to build it up and how to have some rewards. But in my school, if someone refers five members that join for the year, they get a year for free. They also get a prize for every single member they refer. And if they join for a three-month program, which I rarely sell three-month programs anymore, um, they go from, you know, they get X. If they do a yearly program, they get 50 bucks and a gift. And if they get five to join for the year, then they get a year of uh, my basic program for free. So, I mean, just alone with whoever you have, and if you have 100 members, let's just pretend 100 members, and each one of them referred one person. Now, by the way, that's unrealistic because some people are just not going to engage. And But you will have, you know, a good 10 to 20% of your enrollment refer a bunch of people. And um, if, if you get, you know, let's just say you get 50 leads, that's 50, that's 50 leads that potentially could sign up 
to the yearly program, which is a lot of uh, income generation and, and lead generation for your studio. Still one of the most underutilized things ever, right? I bet you in 90% of the school owners that are listening, they go, yeah, yeah, we do that. But are you really doing it? Are we really, like, focused on it? 98%, 98%, not 90 Yeah, and, and like, if you have a happy customer, a happy client, they're going to refer you. If someone says, hey, Dwayne, uh, I don't know, uh, you know of a good martial arts school? You know, oh, yeah, of course, you know, and then you tell them if you're a happy client. Um, but uh, you're not going to run around town going, who's looking for a martial arts school? Who's looking for a martial arts school? People just won't do that, so they have to be engaged. They have to hear someone at the bus stop talking about it. They have to hear someone asking about it. They have to know the kid doesn't have gym classes or whatever. So um, this is where we have to give our clients the tools, like, to succeed. And that's what I love about this app. They could literally just pop. My friend, I hear this all the time. My friend's looking for a karate school. We'll put them in the app and refer them, you know, that kind of thing. Or get me their name and info, and I'll, I'll text them or email them. We have to be actively pursuing it and on top of it. Yeah, so that's our biggest campaign this this uh, um this time right now, we obviously can't do what what we normally would do with the uh, um, uh, martial arts field trips, you know. So we can't do that. I have uh, contacted uh, schools. Um, I have yesterday for I did seven PE classes yesterday um, at a uh, a seventh and eighth grade school, so an upper grade center. Um, I did. The, I did martial, I did mar, you know, martial arts classes for, for PE and basically it was, you know, challenge, challenge courses. So we were doing jab and then, then I had them, uh, they were partnered up, but of course they were six feet, you know, across from each other with their masks on and then they would do jab for 20 seconds and, and then they would tell, you know, the person counting would say, okay, this is how many you got. And then I said, all right, now that's your number to beat. So then they did, the next person did the 20 second jab and then I taught them the cross and then I taught them some blocks. I taught him some knee strikes and kicks, and then we put it all together, and we did different challenges for the half-an-hour session. Um, and, of course, you know, I'm not getting any information. It's kind of like doing the school speeches again. You don't get info. You don't get them to sign waivers. You don't – so it's – but I'm in front of people. They're saying my name. I got my T-shirt on. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm back out beating the bushes that way, um, if that makes sense. And it is it is a help to them. This was actually their first time doing – uh, indoor PE, uh, they've been doing outdoor PE because they can take the masks off and keep people distance. Uh, this time yeah. is their first indoor PE class, and they go, "We're going to use you as a guinea pig and see how they see how they uh, uh, yeah. hold up." So, you know, with the mask. Is so you went, you went to the school. Oh yeah, yeah. So you went to the school, and it's the first time these kids have gotten to interact physically as a gym class. I mean, when? How long have you been back? I know our schools went back on Tuesday, uh, yesterday, so. Um, when did you go back your, in your area? They were, I think this this school was back maybe, I think, maybe a week and a half already. Okay. So then the first time they were actually doing PE gym class, and you're able to go there and you were able to. Well, PE them. indoor. PE indoor. They've been doing yeah. PE outdoors, but we knew that it was going to rain okay. yesterday. So we, okay. last week when I talked to him about it, he said, look, it's supposed to rain on Tuesday. And uh, maybe even Wednesday, which one would be better? I said Tuesday would definitely be better because obviously we had our call today yeah. on Wednesday. And uh, so he said, all right, let's set it up. So I, I, I did uh, seven half-an-hour PE classes because they, they do everything. in. I mean, I was done by 1230. So started at 730 in the morning. I was done by 1230. 
that's cool. And then are you allowed to at that point hand out a flyer or hand out a card or they don't allow you in your area to do that? Uh, I don't I, – I, I probably should ask if I can do that. I, I don't do that. Uh, yeah. I, it's probably wrong of me, but I, I just – I don't feel – if they invited me in that, that – I don't know, I feel – I feel chintzy doing that. Like, you know what I mean? It sounds do bad, I, but do I, do I have to do I have to yell at you? <laughs> yes, you do. Why? Why would you feel bad? Like, it's your you're putting in all that effort for for free. I mean, you probably could get paid. They would probably pay you if you asked. Um, but uh, because they have it in their budget, right? And um, but at the same time, you're going and taking all your time and all your effort, and you're going there and giving them a day. Why wouldn't you? least say at minimum can I give a flyer to put in everyone's backpack and sometimes the schools uh, would you could leave the flyers in the principal's office and they'll put like 20 in each mailbox for every teacher and ask the teachers to distribute it but um, you know and then it goes home in their backpack but I think you well, deserve with that COVID, with COVID I didn't you know also think I shouldn't be handing anything out you know what I mean yeah yeah, I understand. But at the same time, you deserve it. So next time, you know, ask them what they could do to help you promote your school. But, yeah, you're right. Like, I've had people, like, for instance, uh, one of my clients and friends, David Nemiroff, one year got T-shirts made up. And he went into the schools, and he had, like, 300 T-shirts, and he gave them all a T-shirt. And I and he did get sponsorship, I believe. And had so it cost him, like, I don't know, $400, but everyone had a T-shirt with his logo on it. So it really all depends. You know, we, I always found that the school visits to me really never manifested into very much. Although I can say when I was doing a ton of school visits, though, my name was much more on the tip of everyone's Probably. tongue, right? So, yeah. I, you know, it's definitely out there. So kids were like, oh, I remember him. You know, I saw him. Oh, we went to a school today, and the parents searched me out. That's when I had less competition in my area. So, you know, there was one school versus ten. So they, you know, I probably say that sometimes my school visit or your school visit promoted for the martial arts schools as well. So, um, but that's a good thing that you're out there doing that. And the good news is that they're actually doing it. I don't know if we're even doing PE classes in our school yet. So good thing for me is that they're going to need an outlet, these parents. They need their kids to be physical. Well, and I really, when I approached them, I was talking about Zoom I was saying right. that, you know, you need a guest instructor for Zoom. Like, I would do that for you. And then I could obviously have my logo in the behind me and, and, and everything else. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it was a goodwill thing. I know the principal of that school. Um, I know three – I know all three PE teachers. Um, so I, I lost you, man. All right. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yeah, I, I lost your audio as well, so I don't know what had happened, oh. and I think I even lost it on um, on the Facebook link. That's okay. You were saying, say that again, what you just said, just in case we, we, could, we no one heard it. We'll just repeat it. So you were saying that you were thinking of doing Zoom. Oh, that was my original thought was uh, they were going to need somebody for Zoom because, you know, uh, PE on Zoom, how 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 exciting is that? But if you could bring in maybe right. a martial artist or something um, and teach some martial arts skills, then it would maybe keep them a little bit more engaged than doing push-ups and sit-ups or whatever. You know what I mean? That type of thing. So, right. Um, but he he was thinking, no, oh, I want to bring you in when it's raining outside. Yeah. Right. But yeah. Well, yeah. It, it all works out. 
That's great, though. So, okay, so that's another cool idea, getting back to the school systems. Um, you did talk about your martial art challenge that, that you've been doing, and um, initially you had students that were active training students and some other prospective students come involved and get involved in that. How's that? Are you almost done with that, or are you done with it, and you did all your 10 yeah. weeks or whatever it was? Yeah, it was six weeks. It ended on the 28th of, uh, of uh, August, so no, no sign-ups cool. from it. Um, but a lot of engagement, you know, uh, every week there was a winner. And so each of those people got the new t-shirt. Um, we, I had to order them, you know what I mean? I don't have them yet, but I was waiting until see who won and then get the sizes. And then the grand prize person won a mini iPad, um, you know, which cost me close to 400 bucks, but you know, that type of thing. But listen though, like that, that is something like, for instance, like we did over the quarantine, this pandemic time period when we were just doing Zoom, both of us did um, virtual uh, bingo night. We did scavenger hunts. We did special guest instructors. You came to my school. I came to yours. We had Kenny Bigby. I had a whole bunch of other people. You know, it's kind of funny, though. I have to tell you, I, I, I'm sometimes astonished by people. Like, people are like, uh, he, uh, you know, yeah, well, you did uh, special guests. And I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, like, uh, what about our Black Belt Club? We didn't have any Black Belt Club classes. I said, I had five special guests come in. They're like, yeah, but everyone got that. Now, you know, I didn't get anything special. Like, I always look and I go like, and they're like, oh, he, you know, it was different doing it on Zoom. I'm going like, I I worked so hard. Didn't you work twice? It seemed like you were working twice as hard with the Zoom. Even though I could just throw on my uniform and walk down my stairs and do it there. It seemed like it was just stress level was high. Teaching on Zoom was high. Um, and, uh, you know, it just was interesting at how people, um, you know, people just, uh, they don't get how hard we work to keep people happy. You know, I find that so interesting. I bet you there are listeners out there thinking the same thing, like, oh, my God, I literally killed myself, um, you know, yeah. to, to, to make it through these few months, and people are still unappreciative. Yeah. I Oh, by the way, I do have um, on the 25th, Friday the 25th, I have one of my former students who, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago, moved out to Colorado and joined a different school, obviously. Uh, they started him over, but he, like, double and triple promoted to get the black belt. Took him a year to get the black belt in their system type thing. Anyways, it's the, so he went from, you know, more of a an eclectic, uh, Tung Sudo school, which is mine, because I intermix a lot right. of different things, to a strictly Taekwondo school. But the neat thing is he's been doing a lot of point sparring because they do a ton of point sparring. Right. And he made it, before COVID, he had made it to, like, the, I don't know, the, the junior Olympic something or other uh, team. And right. um, so anyways, uh, I, I've got him coming in virtually on the 25th to do a sparring wow. uh, session for us. So one of my former black belts, you know, turned into, you know, this junior national sparring team, Olympic, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm doing him a disservice by by not remembering everything. But um, anyways, I'm promoting that starting this week to get people to sign up, you know, uh, so it'll be something extra that we're doing for our yeah. clients. I, I want to do at least one thing per month uh, to do for everybody, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, it definitely makes sense. I mean, it's always about value, you know, selling selling value. And I think anything, like, you know, I, I don't know if you've been out to restaurants recently, like, you know, and it seems like 
these restaurants are struggling, you know, to stay open. However, they're also like tacking on 30% to their prices. I've even seen some restaurants that are tacking on like a, a service fee on top of the tip and gratuity for just being open. So like I, as much as I want to support people, um, I get annoyed. Like the other day we had like a brunch kind of thing, you know, just sandwiches and like some side dishes with French fries and, and it cost them like 125 bucks. And I, in my head being a cook uh, and loving to cook, I'm like, I could have made that entire meal for like eight bucks, 10 bucks. You know what I'm saying to myself? Do I feel like I'm getting price gouged? And yes, and I get it. They need to survive, but they can't make up all their money that they, for the six months that they were closed on, you know, so they need to spread it out or be careful with it. But um, as far as us goes as martial arts schools, I think that value and perceived value and, and real value and pointing out our value is, is important, right? That in itself is a marketing campaign. I think that we don't do that enough. We don't tell people how hard we work. We don't tell them how much we do. We talked about this last week to your own horn, um, you know, making sure that people know, did you know, you know, Master Brummett was, you know, blah, 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 and he's this rank and he's that rank. And did you know that, you know, and you go through what you've done and what you've accomplished because people just don't realize. And if you don't tell them, who's going to tell them, right? And I know it mm-hmm. sounds almost disingenuous. We know I'm holding up those quote fingers that we're talking about ourselves. But if we don't, we need someone to, maybe our top black belt, maybe one of our students. If they're not going to do it, we could promote it as a, a did you know, like an educational forum or platform. You know, did you know that we have a referral program? Did you know that most of our students come from recommendations from our clients? You know, these things that, did you know we're running a one-month special that you could refer to your friends and, you know, put it up on Facebook? And we have to be a little bit more outgoing and outwardly speaking to our existing clients and then even old students, you know, say, listen, you know, we're, we're looking for some help. Even though you're not trained, do you have anybody you could possibly recommend to us? Here's a, here's a pass for one month free that you can maybe give to a relative, a friend, a, a younger sibling, a, a neighbor, et cetera, et cetera. Yep, exactly. You know, all of that's marketing, by the way. I mean, people don't see it, but that's, you know, that's marketing. That's no different than running a Facebook ad or running Google AdWords and so on. Yeah, it's just more work is, is what it is. That's the, that's the tough part, you know. Yeah, but you know what, though? That's, that's where we're at right now. I wish it was the 80s and the 90s. Well, the 90s, right, where, I, I mean, I'd sign up, you know, 25 people in a day, right? You know, my schools went from, you know, 40 students to 470 students, and I had, you know, multiple studios. I remember at one point in Long Island, we had 1,200 active training students. It was crazy, right? You know, it was insanity. But, you know, I couldn't keep the phone. The phone just would ring constantly. But it was a different time where martial arts was much more in the forefront. There was a lot of karate movies coming out. You know, Jackie Chan, Chuck Norris, Van Damme, Seagal, you know, all these different martial art-related films. Parents were watching them. People were watching them going, I want to do that stuff. Nowadays, we don't have that venue. Everything has martial arts in it, yet none of it has martial arts in it. Like, everyone's fighting using martial art moves, but they never talk about the martial arts and the history and what they do and their teachers or, you know, where they learned. It's all just, you know, everyone's in the Matrix doing cool fight scenes, but nothing. There's no, only the Cobra Kai movie. And I just saw a movie called... um the second, two, uh, like the Second Amendment, but it was called The Second with Ron, um, Ron Felipe. 
His name is the guy who is in um, Shooter. And uh, he did like a kind of a martial art, old school style martial art movie. He wasn't said that, but he was doing all martial art movies through the entire movie, which is pretty cool. Hmm. So, yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yes, yeah, it was really good, too. I, I liked it. So, um, so what else? Like, what are you doing as far as your promotion of your website? Do you do anything other than Facebook to the website landing page and maybe Google AdWords to the landing page? Like, how do you promote your um, marketing on that? Well, I don't do Google AdWords. Um, obviously, I, I'm not in as big of an area, like, population-wise as you guys are. I'm, I'm first on Google um, so I'm not concerned about doing Google AdWords. Uh, I do post, you know, I do a blog post. Um, before the pandemic, okay. it was five times a week because it was Monday through Friday, but now it's just been right. once a week. So um, okay. I have toned down on that a little bit, but, you know, once a week doing a blog post that uh, is uh, keyword rich, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing, though, about that I might point out with Google AdWords, you know, having organic searches, um, and here's something, if, if I may talk about slightly, and we talked about this last week or the week before about websites, right, and I kind of tried to give out as much website information. However, if you're organic and you're, you know, people search you out, like a karate in Bourbonnaise, right, that's how you say it, your area, um, you know, they'll find you because your organic searches are very high. But if they're on, let's say, Facebook, and they're just searching karate or watch, on YouTube watching a karate video or they're looking at a Steven Seagal article, um, you're going to pop up in the ad so that Google will find the interest and then show the ad. And then if they search something to do with anything to do with karate, you're going to be that number one. Even if it's not your, your keyword on Google, you'll show up in their search so that you have a much more deeper reach. So it over and supersedes your organic searches so that it puts you in front of more people. That's the benefit of Google AdWords. That's the only benefit of it, that it helps get you out there in front of people. You know, if I'm, someone's gotcha. watching a YouTube video um, and the YouTube video is about MMA and you have an ad that shows on, you know, an ad on uh, Google AdWords, it'll show up in their feed on their video as an ad. Okay, so that's something that's something. Sometimes it gets you out there. I mean, uh, you could do it for a little amount of money too. You don't have to have a high budget. You could do thirty bucks a month, twenty bucks a month, just to get your name out there to see how it plays out. But um, as far and one thing that we just did a call with Gus Lopez from Lead Hunter Media, who is another sponsor of our page, and Gus was just on here a second ago. Um, but um, but we, I didn't realize too, and I was o overlooking Instagram as a marketing tool. And, and I overlooked it because I would post, I, I constantly post on Instagram. But in my subject line, like my, my uh, profile, I never, I had the link to my dojo, liNinja.com, but I didn't have the link to my landing page with the free month. So I immediately after talking to Gus, I changed that. And now I have the link to my landing page with my free month offer in my link. So now when I do a post with kids' pictures, uh, look at all these cool little ninjas that got promoted. Um, and, you know, blah, 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 it was an amazing day, you know, all that other stuff. And if you're interested, go to the link for our free one-month special. And then you just go right up to the link, click it, and they can sign up for the free month. So I've been trying to use that more posting versus selling, um, but using that on my Instagram packet as well, if that makes sense. So I'm turning, trying to turn my yep. Instagram leads and feeds into people um, that may be interested in joining. And then – 
one other cool thing that got shared on on the uh, SOA School Owner Accelerator uh, page or Martial Art Marketing for School Owners um, was on Instagram was uh, searching all the local people in your area that, like, let's say you have a bowling alley that's famous in your area um, or a uh, an auditorium or an amphitheater or whatever, and then people have been there and they hashtag photos, you could use that hashtag and put it in your post so that when people are searching, your name comes up. And um, and that way you now are being seen and people might click on it and go, oh, that's cool, a uh, school in Bourbon Ace, you know, uh, in Illinois, uh, karate school. I never knew they were there. And boom, they click on it and then they see all your posts. And, of course, your posts then reflect back up to the one-month free link. Gotcha. Okay. Sounds, that's that's, that's cool. a good idea. So don't, and don't, don't say to me you just don't want to do it because you're tired. You're bored. <laughs> It sounds like a lot of work, doesn't it? Yeah, it? Well, it really is. That's why they have social media people that do this for businesses because it yep. is a lot of work, honestly. It absolutely is. And, and you know, I get it. I really do. And then I'm lucky one of my guys, he, and it's funny, Dwayne, you and I probably see things differently, but one of my guys, like this, the other day I was teaching Naginata class. Naginata is like a bow staff with a sword on the end of it that we have in our curriculum. So I taught my brown belt, purple, brown, and black belt class, Nagi Naka, last night, which is fighting with that. And um, my one guy, Ryan, who's a, a chief instructor under me, he was going around taking these pictures. And his photos were amazing, like how he captured the moment compared to how I would take the photo. Like it was just weird, quirky photos. And they were cute, fun, and got to the point of what we were doing. And I'm like, I would not have approached it that way. So maybe – if you have a kid, a student, an instructor, I just recommend this to all the school owners out there. Don't be afraid to share some of the responsibilities with others that could help you take some of the weight off, right, and grow your studio and not kill yourself on a regular basis. I Okay, so, but see, I look at that and I go, that is so, excuse me, you're going to hate me on this one. That is so yeah. dumb that we even have to do that, that we've got to walk around and take pictures of our kids doing stuff and posting it. I flipping hate that. I just hate yeah. it. Well, Everybody well, there like, is a, oh, look at my kid, this, my kid, this, kid, that. And, hey, and you know, we live and in look, a very, I, I see you in real life. I see you in real life. You right. look like that. Or right. Like that. Well, we have a very, uh, yeah, you're right, though. Like, people are posting all these happy videos, and you know they're, they're a depressed oh. mess. Or, like, you know, people, guys or girls, with the f half a camera, like, 40 foot in the air so they look like they're in the best shape of their lives. When I was single and dating, that would get me all the time. Like, I'd meet a girl online, and then I'd meet her in person. I'd be like, is this someone, your sister? Or, like, you know, it's not at all who I've been talking to that I thought. You know, but, but you know what it is? We live in a very voyeuristic society where people are always wanting to look in. I heard that recently, scientifically and um, mentally, that people getting likes on their uh, pages sets the endorphins off in the brain as if someone was there patting them on the back. Of course. So that's, that's why we have this call-out, you know, cancel culture, because it makes me feel good going, Dwayne, I can't believe you're drinking out of, a white, out of a white thing. That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Like, it just makes me feel yeah, good. I'll get the black yeah, thing. Or the black, black thing. Yeah, you, know, like, you know, so, like, I say to myself, like, you know, people love to call out. They love to say things. Man, I'm seeing things. This is crazy. Um, 
but you know what? I think we live in that society where social media is prevalent. I just watched a great movie. If you want to watch it, it was called The Circle with Tom Hanks. And um, it was about like a Facebook. It was kind of like Facebook and Google. And, they, you know, it was a company that was a, a social media company. And they convinced this new employee to go transparent 24-7. Like she literally had a camera on. No matter, other than she had two minutes where they'd shut the camera off where she could go to the bathroom or shower. She had, you know. But other than that, everything she did, even while she was asleep, like people were writing, I can't believe you just farted while you were sleeping. You know, like they were they were watching every, and there's no joke, as she was doing things, you could see the comments like on the movie, you know, of what people were saying. Oh, you're so beautiful while you sleep, you know. Like people watching everything she ever did. And the whole goal was to be transparent to the point where no one had were hiding anything so that they could, there were no lies, there was no cheating, that there was all honesty, but it ended up backfiring. It was a good, good movie, but a very good commentary on our lives right now um, with social media. So, um, you know, we have to do that, you know, but, it, you know, and people look for that. They want to see, you know, their, their kids in lights. They want to see a video or picture of their kids excelling or the classroom going on. So it became a very big part of who we are, and it's true, right? It's like something that, we never thought, I never thought we'd, I'd be like, are you kidding me? I would never thought 10, 15 years ago that I'd ever be doing any of this stuff. But it's part of who right. we are right now. So we, if, if you don't love it and you don't love doing it, get a kid, a teenager that's got the eye, you know, or, you know, and let them do it for you, you know, or some younger instructor that is more into this world. I see where you're at, dude. I understand where. You know, we want to. We want more time to just be who we are. We don't have to be in this twenty-four hour matrix. I would like to just get on the floor and teach. Yes. You know that's yeah. it. That's right. It. Just get on the floor and teach. I don't need to be a uh, photographer. I don't need to be a uh, parent to the parent. I, right. I don't need to be. You know, there's so many hats. We've talked about the different hats you wear as a martial arts instructor. And and the the, the problem is I got into it because I, I want to be a martial arts instructor. I want to teach the benefits of what the martial arts has done for me. And I can yeah. assure you it wasn't it wasn't uh, so that I could be, uh, you know, a YouTube or a TikTok or a uh, Snapchat or a Facebook or an Instagram star. Like I, I don't, I I I I hate that. I hate it. Yeah, I, because I, I totally because, do. Because of what it does to um, people, like what what it potentially could do to me, I would get sucked into it. I mean, I'm not going to, but you know what I'm saying. And then and then the perception that you know these kids have, these kids follow all these people on all these different channels all these different mediums, and they're like, oh, yeah, that person's got this sponsor and that sponsor, and they're making bank yeah. and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, they're making, you're the idiot that's they're watching millions. Yeah, they're making millions, though. Some of these YouTubers or social media influencers. There's a new thing on Instagram that I just started seeing on my page. I'm going to jump in on it right now, which uh, I wanted to try to think. I think it's called Reels. Like, it shows, like, different videos of, like, people doing dances or whatever the case may be. But um, I have to be honest, like I sometimes click on it. And, and by the way, it might be like these two gorgeous girls dancing, but I'm listening this morning, just listening to the music. And the music is so 
disrespectful to everybody, like it's the rappers or whatever music that's going on, that the words that they're using and the, and how they're, the language and the content is almost X-rated. Like if it was written in a book, the book would be made for adults. Yet this is what our younger generation is seeing. So again, All right. right. So here's a here's a good thing. Let's flip this script. Let's flip your negative feeling towards that kind of stuff, which you have every right to do so, and I feel exactly like you do. Um, but how do we become that positive force for parents? How do they see us, and how do we market that we are kind of like their last saving grace? to have normal, productive, quality children, right? You know, okay. how do we, that? you know what I mean? Like, how do we counter that society so that parents are like, you know what, I want, my kids are going to spend time. I want them spending time on Master Brummett's social media positivity. Because I see your posts, very positive. Some of them are religious, um, but some of them are, um, you know, quotes that are motivational, um, but however, are that are they for the kids? Do you think kids are, that are following you are, are going to hear it, or can you can you make it a little bit more towards them um, and that kind of thing? You know, so just wondering where that's at. Um, you know, but right. yeah, we have to be really careful with what we're promoting. Um, I don't know. Again, I'm on watching us on Facebook, and it says, "Sorry, we're having trouble playing this video." Uh, this happens to us oh, a lot done. lately. What's that? No, no, mine's on. Isn't that I'm, weird? I'm it must here. Be, it's on. Yeah, it must be my my thing. It's just crazy. Um, but anyway, so so how do we spin that social media into a positive campaign? How do we become a driving force to really, um, you know, to be who we are? You know what I mean? And show why we're so different. Why we have our. And by the way, uh, I used our term, um, the uh, USP the other day on a post that was uh, some marketer was marketing. And I said, our USP is our, we don't look at it as a unique selling proposition. We look at it as a unique strategic purpose. Like, why are we who we are? Why are we different than the rest? Why are we better than sports? Why are we more than just an activity, right? And that's something that we have to really promote. We have to separate ourselves and elevate ourselves that people, and then at that point, Dwayne, we create raving fans, and then they're going to do more. Um, they're going to do more promotion, referrals, you know, and all this other stuff, right? They're going to help us build our, you know, our empire, let's say. Yeah. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I, I uh, almost despise social media, um, even though, it, you know, obviously the advertising pieces bring us people. But other than that, right? I, Oh, it's such a time suck. It's such... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I... We should be the positive people out there. I get it. Right. Um, so. Well, well, again, it goes back to, and you and I have talked about this. We're at 255 episodes, right? We've talked about if you don't like doing something, you need to find someone, either hire them and pay them or find someone that can do it for you. Like I once thought – um, as my team leadership character development program, I wanted to start this contest game um, lesson plan for the month or two and create this whole entire network of people within our school. One would have been the PR person. One would have been the camera person and start like a TV show 
and have the kids filming and interviewing others and editing the videos and putting it up on our little camera so the parents could watch it in the lobby and create these lessons of teaching them how to go out and interview and public speak and promote and do all this stuff. But their lesson would be them guys going out of their way to do things like that. Um, but um, so I, I opened that idea up to, like, who could do that for you within your school? Do you have a young teenager who's like a social media expert? Because some of these kids are amazing. Like, my daughter will literally rip the phone out of my hand. The other day, my email just went down on my phone. I couldn't figure it out. I searched it on Google. I downloaded software. I couldn't find it. I'm like, hey, Kiara, can you do this? And she's like, hey. Like, flips it around and hands it to me. So, like, it was just something, something went wrong. And she had it repaired within, like, 20 minutes. I was working on it for an hour and a half and was, like, ready to throw my phone against the wall. Within 20 minutes, it was fixed. She just handed it back and walked out of the room. Almost like she's mm-hmm. saying you're an idiot. You know, like, why, why do you even have such a hard time with it? But, um, yeah, the question is, uh, you know, like, who do you have? Could you set someone up to do it? And that has a unique perspective, you know, that kind of thing. So don't always, I just say to the listeners, and we're running out of time, um, don't, don't be limited by your perspective. Don't be limited by your knowledge, your expertise, the things that you like. If you know your school needs these seven things, but you hate six of them, personally, that you don't want to do six of them, try to find others to help you out and get the word out there and, and be, you know, put an ambassador in place of new leads. And if you have to pay someone and you can afford to do that, do that. But if you can't, maybe see if someone would volunteer to help you bring your school back and, and bring it up and build enrollment, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. So what are your closing thoughts? We have, um, like, what, five minutes, four minutes. Yeah, I guess, you know, um, look, I, I would be I would be interested to hear what other people are doing for back to school. Yeah. And, uh, you know, besides the Facebook and Google and those type of things, but, you know, if there's any other creative ideas that they're doing, uh, I would be, I would love to hear it, you know, and and post it on here. So if you're watching this later, you know, post it on there. If you are, you know, on our, on our schoolownertalk.com page and you're, you know, listening this via there, post in there in the comment section and, and let us know if there's any, anything that creatively that you're doing because then we can take that and and obviously we can share that idea with uh, the other listeners as well, you know, on the yeah. on the next few podcasts or what have you, because that would be a good idea. Let me ask you this: uh, one last thing. Moving into October, are you looking to do the um, uh, Halloween passes again? I mean, how do you think Halloween's gonna gonna look this year? Yeah, I mean, I. I am, and I just had, and in fact, I have a meeting appointment set up for tomorrow with my business partner that does all the printing. Um, so I think we're trying to brainstorm how we're going to connect digital to the passes. So um, like almost like the pass says, you know, go to our website to get your free month or give us a call or text this number um, and, uh, and then receive your free month of classes, that kind of thing. Um, but uh yeah, I mean, there, people are good. The good news is Halloween's on a Sunday this year. Um, that means that it is a full day of kids being able to go out. It's not like they're getting home from school at four or three and they only have two hours or three hours before it gets dark. So we have a whole day right. that they could out be out trick or treating and having fun and having Halloween parties and so on and so forth. So um, I think that'd be a very cool thing to be able to give out passes. And by the way, just so everyone knows. 
um, we give out passes to the parents and the kids. They can take 20, 50, 100, I don't care. And then they, they drop a pass in every single trick-or-treater's bag along with candy. Um, they also give them out in their classroom to all their friends within the classroom. So I think people should still – and I have – listen, I, I think our passes cost like 125 bucks for like a few thousand. Um, very cheap. Um, and people go, nah, I did them last year, and I only got like one member. I said, well, then you made a profit. And if that one member referred another member, two members, you already doubled your money, triple, quadrupled your money. So it's sometimes where like going, like I don't want to put any effort in above and beyond just going, put the click the social media button for me to run my Facebook ads. We still have to get out there. We have to engage our clientele. You could tie the pass, have everyone write their name on the back of the pass. So everyone they hand out, if they, those people come in, they get a credit on it for referrals. It'll motivate them more to hand out more passes because they're working towards getting their free year or their free gift or their iPad or whatever you're going to give them. Yeah. My buddy, uh, uh, Soke Dai David Nemiroff, just did Buddy Week this past week. And for the whole week, kids came in, not just once, but the whole week they came in for the week of classes. And I think he said he had 10 or 12 people uh, doing Buddy Week. 12 non-training members. That would be like you'd run how many ads to get that, or you'd have to do whatever to get that. That's just another avenue. I know it's old school, and people are like, ah, they don't want to hear it anymore. It's old school. It's too much. But listen, that that along with the Facebook ads, along with the Google ads, along with the holiday passes or whatever, the Halloween passes, all of these things add up. And listen, we all grow our studios one, two, three students at a time. You know, and if you're not superseding the losses because people are quitting, it's COVID, it's back to school, all these other things, you have to be positive enrollment. You have to have more coming in than are going out. And the only way you're going to do that is by doubling down and buckling down on your efforts. Yep, agreed. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Well, awesome, thanks, dude. Sally. Good yeah, Dwayne, no problem. And, uh, Guys, I want to remind you, if you have uh, creative ideas with regards to back to school, uh, put them on, you know, put them in this thread here on the Facebook Live. Or if you're listening to this later on on the podcast, you know, go, go to schoolandertalk.com forward slash 255 and uh, put it in the comment section there so that we can share that with everybody else. Allie, yeah, have absolutely. a good day, and uh, thank you very good much. Good Bye, everybody. Take care. I'll talk to you all soon. Have an amazing day. Sayonara. See you later.